Hey, David. Yo. Don't you hate when you're in Costco? And no. <laughs> never. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. This is, this is why I thought I'd bring this topic up to you. And I, David has no idea what I'm mad at. But uh, we were in Costco earlier today. And we bought our stuff. And uh, actually, two two crimes happened in Costco. One, uh, my other half bought books and they put stickers on the front of the book and you can't peel the stickers off. So like the covers of all these books are ruined. It's actually so awful for a book lover like herself. Well, there, there's a way you can get around that, but go on. Yeah, cut the page off. I don't. <laughs> no, no, it's the hairdryer trick. You have to heat the adhesive up and then it peels off easily. Sure. Anyways, number two. <laughs> We buy our books and we get some like we get some essentials like the feta cheese, all that stuff. Yeah, because feta cheese is is an essential that people know, but it's way cheaper than the grocery store. Holy shit. That's true. Yeah. Anyways, we get all our stuff and we're waiting or like we make the corner like Costco's almost closed. It's like eight o'clock and we're like, oh, do we get the hot dog? Do we get something now? We'll just go home. We'll power through. And there is a line of friggin like 14 people trying to get out of the store because one person is doing the, the fake check cart thing where they're like literally looking at the receipt and they're like, Hmm, Hmm, you know what? That's good. And then they check it off. I if I was, I've never been so annoyed at waiting to get out of a store. Wait, hold on. They were actually checking the cart. I don't know. Like when we got up, the guy's like, hi, how's your evening? And we're like, good. And it looked like he was pondering life. Like, it was actually just confusing. I was like, what are you looking for? Like, we have fucking seven items in this cart. What do you yeah, want? Yeah, he must have been new. You know what he wasn't looking for, though? What's that? This episode of the Seat on Screen podcast. David, my man, it's time for Starfield. That's right. This episode is going to be only about Starfield and nothing else. Just kidding. We're actually going to talk about a bunch of other stuff. But <laughs> the only really thing, real thing that matters right now is the fact that some of you might be playing this or playing this podcast while you're playing Starfield. And if you're not, the game why aren't you playing live. Starfield? Yeah. Because you have a PlayStation 5. <laughs> so what's up? How are you? Uh, you know what? I'm I'm pretty darn pretty darn good. Nice. Because, because I got a new dishwasher. Ooh, is it a purple monkey dishwasher? <laughs> no. Uh it is uh an LG dishwasher. That has Mr. Sparkle <laughs> on the front. Well, okay, so some people might be wondering what the hell Strong's talking about. You know how most uh, appliances, well, pretty much everything these days has like Wi-Fi connectivity, right? Like you have to connect it to the network. There's always an app to control stuff, right? For everything, whether it be uh, your toilet, your shower curtain, your toilet, fridge, yeah. <laughs> something like that. So we finally uh, replaced our the old dishwasher that was 
this is going to be like the uh, remember a few weeks ago we had the power tool <laughs> episode. This is going to be the uh, yeah. The so which, which power tool is the most <laughs> um, the most superior in the market? I actually before you just jogged my memory. Thank you so much. So I get a weird notification on like TikTok. I was like, what the fuck? I don't remember. Like, oh, it was Instagram. I get like a random reply. I commented on a video like a month ago because somebody was complaining or talking about how like they bought a bag of garbage and it was a Milwaukee bag, but it was Phila Ryobi. And I just replied, do your research. Same factory, same product. Milwaukee owns Mm -hmm. Ryobi, right? Mm -hmm. And this person just gaslit me (laughs) they're like you're wrong they would never make that crap blah 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 anybody who's used a ryobi tool they're not for contractors but they're quality tools that was about the same time we had this conversation okay so anyway so (laughs) we finally got a new uh a new dishwasher i spent all day trying to install it because the uh, the way that the the electrical cord for the dishwasher was run through like the cabinet there it I don't know, for some reason, the builders of this house decided to just like put the hole in the wall in the floor and run the cable up like dead center that makes of this sense. cabinet. Right. So it kept getting caught on the, the bottom of the dishwasher. All this stuff. So anyway, so I, I struggled to get it installed, but I, I finally got it and it has Wi-Fi connectivity. So I can uh, I can start my dishwasher remotely. Like I still have to load it and turn it on, but I could oh, like the robot maid's not there yet. Got it. Yeah. Right. Um, but I can control it. I can get notifications when the dishwasher's done and all that stuff. But I had to name it something because the LG three six seven QRT was not just was not doing it. So, uh, our our vacuum cleaner is called Mister Sucky. Uh, when we get our new fridge, we'll most likely call that Mister Freeze until we get a Wi Fi connected freezer. <laughs> so why wouldn't you just call it Mister Chili? Oh, that's a good one. Actually, Mister Fridgy. Mr. Fridgey. Yeah, that could be work. Uh, and then the dishwasher is called Mr. Sparkle because of the classic Simpsons episode where Homer is the uh, mascot of the Japanese No, they, they use his likeness by accident. They, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's called Mr. Sparkle. So whenever I, uh, I'm running the dishwasher uh, and it finishes, I get a notification on my phone saying that Mr. Sparkle has finished. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> and I printed off a uh, picture of Mr. Sparkle, and it is uh, securely affixed to the front of the dishwasher. I like that. Well, congratulations on your new dishwasher. Thanks. I'm very happy for you. We're just waiting uh, on the fridge to come in now. Mr. Fridgy, Mr. Freeze, Mr. 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 Chili, Mr. Chili. Mr. I like Mr. Chili. Yeah, Mr. Chili is pretty good. Can you put like a uh, like a like a small penguin on one of the corners of the fridge door? Sure. I could actually 3D print a penguin and just attach it to the top corner of the door so that it's always like just hanging out and swinging. He's got to be wearing a scarf, though. Well, well of course. Do you, yeah. Have you ever seen a penguin not wear a scarf? That's true. Like, <laughs> I'm, now I'm now sure. we're talking crazy talk here. <laughs> so let, let's see. What did I get up to last weekend? Oh, I went to this weird bachelor party. There was no value villages in sight. What the hell? Right? No, we went uh we went up north for my buddy's bachelor party. It was a really good time. Spent some time on the lake. North. You didn't go far enough north cuz uh, I didn't see you. Um we were about an hour maybe yeah, give or take 45 minutes maybe. We were about 45 minutes from where my bachelor party was. Okay. It was it was on a nice little private lake. 
um, it was cool. My the cottage we went to, uh, my buddy owned it. He has like a sauna on the water, so you can like sa- do a sauna session, then jump in the water. And it's like a nice little chill place to have beers as well because he built like a little bar. Cool. I uh, I tried David's infamous. I guess it's now famous, not infamous, because I liked it. The Tahiti treat from the LCBO. Yeah. He went down the slippery slope. I've I, I got to tell you guys straight up. I'm like I I love coolers. They're they're great in the summer. Um, I I'm a sucker for Smirnoff ice. I think I've been iced so much I actually like the taste now. I mean, it doesn't taste too bad. It's like lemon lime, so and you can't really taste it if you're chugging it. So it's no, fine. No, um, but I shit you not. I've had some dangerous alcohols before where you're like, oh, that doesn't really taste like alcohol. Palm Bay is kind of close. Doesn't really have that alcohol taste. Tahiti treat tastes like the fruit punch I had when I was a kid. Yeah. It's phenomenal. It is dangerous. Like It, it might is... be the best alcohol I've had in a long time. It's one of those things that's like, you know what? I want to have a drink, but I don't feel like having something that tastes like alcohol. <laughs> that's I fair. just want something that's, you know, I... I I don't want to have to mix my own drinks either. <laughs> and yeah, then you get I, I want it pre-made in a can. And like we've tried or like I know I have like there's like the Hires root beer one. And it's kind yeah, of like, meh. Yeah. There's the a whole bunch of those like, yeah, the uh, the root beer. And then there's like a Jack Daniels, Jack and Coke. There's a Crown Royale and Coke. The pop shop cream soda is pretty good. There's I don't think that, I've had that. It's pretty good. I think it's like a cotton candy cream soda. So it's like your take on your like your crush pink. Gotcha. Which is good. But yeah, we had we had a lot of fun. We did we did some lake activities and uh, it was interesting to do literally like nothing on screen. Like at night we like turned on some like races because that's what was on like NASCAR and stuff. But more to the point, it was just. It was kind of nice to disconnect from the board games and the the video games for a little bit. I mean, I guess. I mean, every every once in a while, a break <laughs> is okay. I mean, like my uh, my BP, we uh, we didn't really play any bo- video games. It's just all board games. That's like how disconnected that you can get. I mean, so you're just saying that you just kind of hung out and drank all all weekend. Oh yeah, an an excessive amount. Yeah, we tried a, a scotch called Monkey Shoulder, but it had like a little bit of a bark and we could never remember the name. So we were just like, I just got monkey punched <laughs> or the monkey's paw. It's got like a monkey's claw in the bottom yeah, of it. Every time the finger went down. Yeah. 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 No, it was a it was a good time. It was nice to kind of get away from reality a little bit there for a bit and just enjoy fall. Because summer yeah. is like summer's gone i I, like we were in the water and it was like it was windy so the wind kind of like you know how wind offsets the temperature of the water a bit yeah it was it was nice in that regard the sun was out for maybe like two three hours like and it felt really hot but well no summer's over or i guess up here uh so last week it was pretty chilly so when i got back from uh my adventures down southern ontario the uh, average temperature was between like 15 and 19 degrees like it was pretty cold now this week um it's like reaching like 31 degrees uh the day that this episode or the weekend of this episode it's supposed to be like 34 degrees up here 
which is crazy because Toronto and Ottawa are not supposed to have another 30 degree day for the rest of the, the summer. It's yeah, it's crazy. So, I mean, I'll take it. Uh, that uh, gives us a, a few more weekends for, for barbecuing before the snow hits. But you know what? Did I talk to you about the smoker that I wanted to get? Uh, yeah, kind of. Do you want to tell me a little bit about it? Okay. So, I've wanted a smoker for for quite some time to create the trifecta of outdoor grilling. You know, you got you got your grill, you got your barbecue. I got the flat top, uh, you know, uh, griddle, and then all I need is the smoker. So I've had my eye on this uh, Pit Boss smoker for quite some time. Like it's freaking, uh, it's gorgeous. It's massive, uh, and I, I just wanted one for, I don't know, since I saw one since I moved up here. Anyways, our local Walmart has them on clearance for like $300 off, but it weighs like almost 200 pounds, so I can't get it out. <laughs> I can't fit it in my four-door sedan. So anyways, I thought Walmart, every time I go there, I, uh, I it's just gonna kinda, happen one day. I, I walk by the the seasonal section to make sure it's still there, right? And today... I was walking by the seasonal section. It was still there, but on the shelf, they had taped the updated planogram for the seasonal section. So I know that they are getting rid of all of that barbecue stuff and it's going to be Halloween stuff probably within the next few days. So I have a short window (laughs) to decide if if you're going to do it. If I want to get it. Well, the thing is, is it's going to happen, but uh, payday is not for a while. <laughs> so uh, I did ask. No, here's the thing. So I did ask uh, the other day. I went up to the customer service there and I said, hey, can I if if I were to buy a large box item, can you guys put a sold sign on it for like a day, maybe like a day or two at absolute most um, just for me to arrange to get a truck and, and get it to my house? And the guy's like, mm, no. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? No, <laughs> he's like, uh, no, because then other people might want to buy it. I'm like, well, that's the point of putting a sold sign on there. Cause then people would read it and say, Oh, I can't buy that. He's like, well, we could probably hold it for like an hour. And I'm like, are you, are you serious? Like this makes no sense. He's like, yeah, the manager doesn't want people to do that. I'm like, are you the manager? He's like, no, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, okay. This, this is like that stupid video that went viral a few months ago. Somebody tried to buy a TV from Walmart. They were like, it's a good deal. It was like the last one, so we bought it. And he's like, hey, I need to like leave it here for a few hours. And they're like, no. So we bought a rope and made like a tourniquet backpack for himself and tried to carry this fucking TV on a bicycle. Yeah, it's the crazy. Deal was that good? And the thing is, is like, uh, there's no. Well, I said to the guy, he, he's like, well, it, it takes up space. I'm like, it's literally taking up space on the shelf right now. So if I purchase just keep it, it in your it's, storeroom, it stays there for. Yeah, it stays there for one day or, you know, like I'll pick it up tomorrow morning. <laughs> and yeah, I, I it's just kind of like ridiculous. So I, I left and I didn't get it. But uh, I don't know. Fingers crossed. Uh, I'm lucky enough that I can I can pick it up because uh, the other week we we're having uh kind of like a one of the last fires of the the season right before it gets like your fire season was like two weeks so yeah yeah two weeks um 
So we were in the, the topic of my my deck and my barbecue setup had, had come up and and then we were talking about smoking meats and stuff like that and uh oh and then hunting. Someone asked if like I, I hunt. I'm like, no, I don't. Uh but then they were talking about making your own meat products, right? Like I was like, oh man, I made sausages before I moved up here. And then I got the idea of making sausages again, but then smoking them. And then <laughs> uh, now that's just like stuck in my head. I want to make a brisket and make homemade smoked sausages for you, Sean, for when you eventually I, come up here. I like it when I make my way down the <laughs> dusty trail. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of a dusty trail, though, we've got some things to talk about. Some <laughs> things and some stuff. The things that people um, want to talk about. Do you do you want to do you want to talk about the thing that if your other half hears it, she might go crazy. Thank God she doesn't listen to the show. Anymore. Or do you want to talk about? Do you want to do Sony first, maybe? Yeah, because I'm, break cool, it up a I'm little totally bit? Conf- I'm totally confused about the other thing. Oh no, you won't be. It's Disney related. <laughs> oh, that thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Let's talk about Sony because you know it. With with all that's been going on in the past with Sony. They really needed a win, you know, after the Microsoft uh, Blizzard Activision uh, acquisition. They needed a win. But and they f- won <laughs> by giving a Saints Row as a PlayStation game of the month. And yeah. It's not the original Saints Row, is it? No, it's no, the PS5 it's the, version. It's the remake. It's like the one that came out. Uh, I don't know. Came out like a few months ago. I don't know. I was pretty stoked about it. PGA 20, 2K. That was a great it came game. Out, it came out in February, so it's just under a year old. Um, no, so Sony announced uh, two big announcements in one uh, in one PlayStation blog post. Uh, but the, the crazy thing is, is that the second announcement is just kind of like a little a little blurb at the end. I think they were hoping that they were going to blow people away with these uh, free games for PlayStation. Uh, what is it? PlayStation Essential or Extra? I don't know what you need for the free games. I think it's Essential. Um, it Anyways. Is, yeah. No, you need Premium, Extra, or Essential. PlayStation yeah, but Plus like the bare the minimum. Month. The bare minimum you need Essential, Wait, right? So, Are you saying to me that bangers like Saints Row, Black Desert, The Traveler Edition in generation zero which i've never heard of in my life aren't good enough for you okay so (laughs) saints row it bombed that's why it's uh that's why it's here less than a year later black desert the traveler edition so black desert is a action mmorpg uh that is like filled with microtransactions and uh, I know some people who would really like it because it's like got like really booby characters, booby anime ah. characters. Uh, but the Traveler Edition is just it's a base game with like some extra DLC included. Uh, Generation Zero uh, came out quite some time ago. But Sean, you actually might like this game. The game came out. Uh, when did the game come out? I think it came out 2019. Yeah, it came out 2019. Uh, it's essentially like an open world. Uh, did okay. Hold on. Did you watch Black Mirror? No. Oh, okay, that's right. So uh, this takes place. Uh, Generation Zero takes place. Uh, 
in an alternate 1989 Sweden where violent robots have taken over. Sweet. It's like an open world. It's a co-op game. You're kind of fighting fighting robots and stuff like that. It's actually pretty good. Um, but here's the thing, though. It's been on Game Pass for a long time. And I haven't even noticed it. Right? So uh, one of my buddies had played it for quite some time. And, uh, it, you know, it, it's pretty enjoyable. I played a little bit on PC. But, uh, I mean, the, this collection is not that great it's not really worth i mean the only thing is saints row maybe if you're into really new stuff but so i got a question before you give me their announcement okay okay because they 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 tried to bury this announcement right mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're trying to bury the lead here a little bit but my question to you would be like if you were sony okay you're the president of sony and you're making these decisions specifically what's going to be the free game of september September being probably one of the largest months in gaming in a long time. Now, sure, God of War came out last year, and that was huge. And Zelda came out earlier this year, and that was huge. Sony should have blown the fucking doors off and given away something to drive people to the console. Mm -hmm. In September, anything. Give away God of War. You know you're going to in November. You might as well have started now. Give away something. Give away something of substance. And nah, they didn't. What did they no. do, David? They they did something even funnier. <laughs> they actually, well, they did something. They did give us something of substance. They gave us a reason to cancel our subscriptions or not to renew. So uh, kind of in the, the fine print of this announcement, they also said, we also wanted to let you know that starting September 6th, we will be increasing the price for PlayStation Plus 12-month subscriptions globally across all benefit plans. Uh, the price adjustment will enable us to continue bring, <laughs> bringing high-quality games and value-added benefits to your PlayStation Plus service. Uh... Okay. So, price drop from the source in Canada. Saints Row for the PS5 is $29.99. Okay, so just want to I want to hold that piece of information for one second. Now we're going to say PGA 2K. What was it? 23 that just dropped PS5. Was it the collector's edition we got? Uh, Not just the basic one, I think. Oh, okay. Thirty four ninety nine. Sure. So we're jacking this shit up to two hundred dollars CAD. For a bunch of twenty five dollar games. Sure. I guess that'll add up. But that's no longer like a premium service to me. No, that is you're giving away shit that's already being given away in stores. Your catalog. I mean, sure, to each his own. And that catalog on PlayStation might be great for everybody. There's a bunch of games I want to play on it. And that's fine. But like David says this all the time, and I always forget the term he uses. But there's so much variety between the two game services that you know sometimes you get overwhelmed and you just don't want to play yeah you're like oh uh, well whatever you get like uh what's it called something paralysis uh variety paralysis choice 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 paralysis or something like that like where yeah you have too much too many options and you can't decide right there's always that like oh what if this is no good and something else is better the thing is is like a lot of the games on the playstation plus 
platform that that are included in the the streaming services and other stuff i mean there's nothing that is really significantly new like you can play all of like the new games but they limit it to a two-hour trial right so here's the thing the basic the base cost of playstation plus so the essential so that's just the one that gives you the free games each month and access to uh online multiplayer is going up to $110 Canadian a year, which is ridiculous. Uh, if you want to get like the top tier, uh, price, which bucks. is 160 us, it's $215 roughly Canadian that I'm sorry, but that is enough to make me not care about, online multiplayer at all well, depending guess, on if you're thrifty like Co- costco as an example has three months of ultimate for 44 amazon has it for 49 so you're looking at a full year for 200 bucks plus tax 245 and you know like even with uh with xbox game pass like there's there's places where you can buy year memberships or t- like 12 months for for less than 180 bucks Except right. when you buy a card for gold, then it transfers and 12 months turns into six and you're super confused because the currency is all whacked out and it's just too much math. Yeah. All, all I know is the difference between the two services is very clearly $200 a year. We'll say for both products in sure. Canada. Yeah. PlayStation gives you games that are a year old, sometimes six months old. And they give you a lot of free games that you get to own until the service is gone, right? Yeah, pretty much. It's the same thing. Like you have to be subscribed to be able to to, to play to those play, games, play any of that stuff. Yeah. So they're not really free games that you get to redeem. They're just in your catalog forever. Correct. Okay, so you get that, or you can spend two hundred dollars and not own shit because that program is awful. But you get day one access to all first party games. What's better? Uh, oh, this is hypothetical. No, that's legitimate. Xbox is giving you Starfield. Xbox is giving you Forza. Oh, no, Xbox is giving it's you not Halo. Shit. I guess like it's I mean, yeah, no, their their program of we give away games is shit. Oh, yeah. And they're stopping with that. gold. They're stopping that anyways. But I mean, the fact alone that Microsoft has been and will be releasing their games like the new AAA game, not even AAA games, like indie games, like a bunch of stuff day one for free for subscribers to their platform justifies, uh, I would say justifies the cost of the subscription because like we'll, we'll take Starfield, for example, because that's one of the biggest games that are coming out in the, the last few years. Uh, the fact that Microsoft knows that this is going to be one of their biggest games on this console or this generation. And they are including it in this game pass subscription is crazy. Like Microsoft could keep this game uh, like behind a paywall, so to speak. Right. And it would still sell fucking tons, but they are adding it. They're, they're keeping true to their, their promise of, you know, uh, first party games day one 
on Xbox Game Pass. Whereas Sony, like I said, yeah, you can play some of their first party games uh, for free for two hours. Right. And uh, I mean, yes, it's good for a, a little sample of the game if you if you like it. But the, the main difference is that Sony wants you to spend the money, spend more money. Right. And buy those games. Whereas Microsoft's just like, nope. Here, it's part of your subscription. You get it. You can play this as long as you're subscribed. Well, if you're the kind of person that's only going to ever play one game, right, then it doesn't make sense for you to subscribe to that. But if you're the kind of person that, you know, there's a a lot of games that come out or that you're interested in or you want to play uh, a variety of games and you don't have the money for it, (laughs) then definitely Game Pass is is a way better deal. I don't know. It's just, it's kind of... uh, it's like the Sony think people are like gamers are stupid. Maybe. And uh, to, an- to answer your question, there is a big paywall that Xbox has for <laughs> Starfield for free. It's about $200 a year plus the console <laughs> 649. <laughs> so you could say that for anything. Like if you wanted to play it on, on PC, right? Like you, had, you still have to buy a, a decent PC, right? Well, like and even it, I'm reading in the Steam Deck subreddit. You know, a lot of people are super psyched for for Starfield to play on your Steam Deck, but people are also there's a lot of posts saying like, "Hey, like you guys gotta kind of tone down the hype for this because this system isn't going to play twenty twenty three AAA games at like max res and <laughs> you know super high graphics, right?" So, like, regardless of what system you're playing on, though, there's a paywall. And yes, you need the physical media or the, the hardware, sorry, and you need to pay for a subscription. But in the long run, though, like the fact that Sony isn't really, they just announced a, a price increase without doing anything to justify it. Super counterproductive. Right. It's like if they had said, okay, you know what, moving forward, the PlayStation Plus uh, program is going to include all first party games day one included in in the program. But in order to do this, in order to continue giving out these things, we have to increase the price. Then, yeah, that can justify it. Right. Because it's like if you look at the cost of games, they're they're 80 or like 90 bucks, 90 Mm -hmm. bucks Canadian. Right. Well, if. if Sony were to release, say, I don't know, four uh, AAA games day one on their their platform uh, for the price of the subscription, then and you want to play those four games and you will play them, it's worth the subscription, right? But at this point, spending over a hundred bucks for a, a service that's like oh, I can play games from a few years ago that I could probably buy for cheap in bargain bins or something like that. Uh, like the other day I bought, uh, the 13 remake. That's nice. Uh, Walmart had for 20 bucks. And, and I was like, you know what? That's a pretty decent price. I looked it up online from the PlayStation store, like $29. I'm like, okay, well it's not on the streaming service. It should be by now, but it wasn't. And their, their price was like 30 bucks. I was like, okay, I can get this for $10 cheaper physical media from the bargain bin at Walmart. Uh, that's what I'm going to be doing. So I think in the future, my PlayStation is going to be uh, I, like now I have the subscription for till end of 2025. Smart. I, I stacked a PlayStation now for really cheap. So it uh, moved up to. I think I have the, the premium, whatever one it is. Yeah. 
until then. But after that, I I don't see any need to to resubscribe. Have um do you do you know off the top of your head like most of the specs for your Steam Deck? Uh, I can just Google it real quick. Okay, because I wanted to play a game with our listeners called Will It Play? Sean and David's new favorite game where will it play on the Steam Deck or your computer? So the minimum running requirements for Starfield right now are actually kind of not bad. So operating system Windows 10, that's fine. Processor AMD Ryzen 5 2600X or uh, an i7-6800. See, I don't know what that is in equivalent for uh, Steam Deck. The Steam Deck has a Zen 2, 4-core, 8-thread CPU. So we'll see, maybe. I don't know. know. Memory, 16 gigs of RAM. What's the Steam Deck run? 16 gigs. Okay. Graphics uh, minimum requires an RX 5700 or a 1070 Ti. Uh, 1070 Ti is actually not that. uh, That's a fairly old card. Again, yeah. the uh, the Steam Deck has like a custom uh, AMD. It's a eight R R DNA two compute units. I don't know. It's a uh, compute units. It's it's not a bad processor like video card. It's it's uh, it's capable, but not capable for like high, super high quality on everything. And then the big things that you need to know are storage one twenty five gigs, but it must be run on an SSD. So here's the thing with that is that, uh, you know, people have started installing it on on their hard drives and stuff like that. And the reason why they're saying for an S it needs to be installed on an SSD is because of uh, they want to cut down on loading times for textures and stuff like that. And because also there's a lot of uh, information that's going to be streaming from the, the hard drive or the, the SSD that uh, for more of a seamless uh, gameplay experience. Now, there's the downfall for the Steam Deck for people who bought a 64 gig model. Well, you need to get at least a 512 gig uh, SD card and run yeah. it off that. Um, even the 256 gig um, Steam Deck, uh, it's going to be it's going to be tight <laughs> to fit that on the internal memory. Now, I installed a one terabyte on mine and, uh, you know, I, I think what what I'll do is I'll I'll uh, see if I can get it installed on my uh, on my Steam Deck to kind of see see how it runs just for shits and giggles. But I mean, I'm mostly going to be playing on my Xbox uh, while sitting on my couch. So I was just looking at. um, Yeah, that's how I'll be playing, too. I was just looking at the recommended system PC specs. I can tell you my computer is far too powerful for, for this game. Well, not too powerful. It's 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 well, well equipped. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, The big thing that I've said or that I've noticed and I saw it in a review, um, just kind of an over playing review because no reviews are actually allowed to launch until the fur the 31st, I believe. Um, So today, but um, the, the one thing that I found super duper interesting is they say graphically it doesn't look any like much like different than fallout four, which means that's a step back in kind of like how they did vault 76. Right. So mm-hmm. if it's built a little bit more like that, that's a little bit interesting. Do you want to know max specs or shall we move on to the next title? Or topic? Yeah, let's uh, let's do max specs. 
So the, this is what it's required to have like the best possible experience. You need an operating system of Windows 10 or 11 with updates. Processor, you're moving to an AMD Ryzen 5 um, 3600X or uh, Intel i5 10600K. Really? Only an i5? That's like a quad core. Yeah. Like, considering- the 3600 is, not, is, is pretty... Man, I'm good. I got a Ryzen 5 5600. I've got a Ryzen 7. Yeah, you got the sweet, you got like what, the the 12 core? Yeah, I got a good deal on it. Thanksgiving sale. Um, Memory, 16 gigs of RAM. Graphics, uh, we're looking at an RX 6800 or an RTX 2080. See, that's where my PC is kind of lacking. I have an RX 5700 now. I'll still be able to play it. Um, But that's one of the things that I want to uh, upgrade on my, my computer. Because yeah. I, I splurged on system memory, so I have 64 gigs of RAM on my computer. Because yeah. I'm, I'm at the bottom of the memory. I need to. I'm going to add probably another stick or two. But for all that uh, Stardew value you play on your computer, <laughs> it's only Stardew. <laughs> all right. So big question here: Have you heard of Lorcana? Uh. A little bit. It is from really Disney all I Pokemon. Know, it's yeah, it's like the new crazy Disney thing that's a trading card game that's come out. But I honestly don't know anything about it. We last week, because you and I were gonna talk about it a little bit last week, I ended up watching a few videos about this game. But I was I was in a store and I was like, what the hell is this? This looks so different. Like it's just a card game, right? Mm-hmm. And then I saw a TikTok. And because, you know, the algorithm, you know, Al Gore living in your phone. Yep. Finding his rhythm. Um, it clearly heard me say it. And all of a sudden these videos showed up. Of course. So from what I can understand and from all these videos I've seen, it is a Pokemon style trading card game with famous Disney characters. Now, there is no Pixar, which I found interesting because... I thought Elsa and Anna from Frozen was Pixar, but that's actually just Disney Animation Studios. Anyways, this is where they kind of get you from what I can tell already. There's different levels of card that you can find, like a rare, a legendary, that kind of thing. Some are holographic, some aren't. But there are different versions of the same character as well. There's not like 17. Well, now there's probably like 20 different Pikachus or whatever. Mm hmm. But this game is preying on nostalgia. Absolutely preying on it. There's a Steamboat Willie card. Isn't that what Disney does, though? Yeah, this is fucking manufactured thing all over. Mm -hmm. But supply and demand for this game has also gotten crazy. So David and I had a chat about it, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go try and pick up a pack just to, like, sit on a first edition, right? whatever what's 20 bucks just for a pack that's it that's all i cared about the starter sets like 60 bucks i think mm-hmm. here um what's happening is a lot of game stores are already sold out mm-hmm. but now stores like gamestop as an example in canada if they are getting the card packs and like a lot of gaming stores like board game or card mm-hmm. selling stores are actually squandering their supply and flipping them which is insane to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's a it's a problem though because uh, Disney or I I don't even know what company it is that was uh, making them. 
had decided to give you know local game stores like not not big box stores uh, a week or two head start on selling them so that they can kind of like build up that uh, player base and 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 they want them to feel like uh, they are still considered like a very viable uh, partner in in that the gaming community there but because the control or the uh, demand or the hype for this game was so high like sean said uh a lot of these stores were actually inc- like charging way over msrp yeah and you know people were buying it and stuff like that but it's just like holy shit like is this what you do to your to your player base like i know people are looking right now to you know, get the rare cards and sell them, right? And flip them. But there's a lot of people that are like super into actually getting the game and playing it and and getting like trying to get some of those early rare cards because um, that's what they like to do and and play with that stuff. Uh, I mean, if I were to go, like I'm interested, like both of us are interested in picking some starter kits of this up, right? Because like we kind of want to see what it's like. And um, I think probably both of our other halves would be uh, interested in this as well, right? Because they they're both like into Disney. So, know? so just to give you, you yeah, an idea, so it's a Ravensburger game. I just typed in Disney Lorcana into eBay. Here are the first five things I found: Ravensburger Disney Lorcana games, Goofy um, twelve in hand, one ninety nine. Lorcana Enchanted Foil Elsa Spirit of Winter two oh seven of two oh four Secret Rare Alternate Alternate Art one thousand seven dollars. Goofy Musketeer Promotion Card seventy nine dollars. I guess there was a bunch of D three uh, cards handed out at D three, which are also sold or D twenty three. Yeah. Um. Disney Lorcana Foil Enchanted Bell three oh three. Disney Lorcana Mickey Mouse promo D23 PSA 10 grade, extremely rare. So somebody knew when they were at D23, they were like, I'm not going to shove this in my bag. I'm going to fold it into a book or something. Mm-hmm. $937 for a 10 grade. That's crazy. What are, what are we doing already? Like, but the thing is, is like they're, they're just picking these numbers out of their butts. Uh, <laughs> right. Like there's the, the thing is, is that it's not like uh say like Pokemon where there is an established market for it, where there is a a set amount of like, there's a known rarity to cards that prices can be dictated properly. Hell, even magic, the gathering that's been around for, you know, centuries (laughs) essentially. And yeah, there's a lot of cards that uh, are super rare or, or super expensive, but due to the, rare like not even like the rarity like because a lot of them are out of print but like due to say like a card being banned from competitive play and stuff like that that is what kind of affects some of the uh, prices for magic cards yeah it's these numbers are just people just saying oh i got a shiny goofy this has got to be worth three hundred dollars see where (laughs) i got a shiny goofy uh, that's the name of your sex tape <laughs> where I think this game is going to get very dangerous is exactly what's already happened right so at D23 they handed out cards to random people right it's a mm. it's a cool thing what are we doing with this what is Lorcana what's going to happen in the spring 
when Disney opens a new ride. And that character is from a Disney property or when they add Pixar this Saturday, the other thing, what is going to happen when they release a, like, isn't it Disney's 100th year anniversary right now? It is. Yeah. So what happens if they release something crazy in the spring, right? Or a new movie or a ride. And it's like, you showed up in the first thousand people got a card or first 500 people got a card or whatever. These cards are going to hit the market and people are going to go nuts. People are like, oh man, I couldn't go to Disneyland because I live in Toronto. Wonder yep. if I can like, like, and you know, somebody's going to take their brother, their sister, their kid, all that stuff, just to get all these extra cards and flip them. It's going to be so dumb. We never had that problem with Pokemon until like Charizard well, recently. The thing but, is, is, like with Pokemon and stuff like that, when that came out, we were, we were kids, right? We and, didn't know the difference. But there wasn't that that flipping, reselling culture that there is today. And I think due to COVID, that really uh, changed and increased because it kind of showed that there would be huge demands for things and people would pay exorbitant amounts of money just to get it. Um, and, you know, the, the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X and S released you know, in the height of the pandemic. And that just proved that people would pay, you know, double, if not triple for something that they could just get if they waited, you know, two months because people want it now. But like you said, they're going to release, they 100% are going to release promo cards at uh, Disney world and, and galaxy's edge and at movie premieres and stuff like that. And you know what? It's, it's unfortunate, but it's going to go to a lot of the people who are uh, either, wealthy enough to get tickets to go to these promos and stuff like that. Um, or people that are going to take advantage and bring their whole family so that they can get a whole bunch of these promo items and sell them. And you know what the thing is, is that people will buy them, right? Yeah. They they wouldn't be putting them online for so much if they knew that someone wasn't going to buy it for that. And we live in a world now where it's haves versus have nots. Mm-hmm. Like, look at <laughs> it's so stupid, but like Taylor Swift tickets is a like prime example. Supply versus demand. Yeah, it's crazy. So, I mean, I can't wait for the Costco bundle for like forty nine dollars to <laughs> get like two starter sets. If but, if I find one while I'm like, I'm not intentionally looking for it at all, but I'll, I'll look. Yeah, I mean, like if I'm, uh, you know, if I'm on an adventure next time we go to Winnipeg, if we go in a store or whatnot, and they, they have them there, and the price isn't too much, I'll be like, okay, you know what? Let's see what this is about. Let's see see these cards. I mean, are you gonna want to play or collect? Well, I don't know. I mean, like it. I'm not a huge fan of the, uh, the collectible card games, like the ones where you have to buy booster packs and you get the random cards. It's kind of. that it feels more of like gambling to me. And it's more of like a lottery and and whatnot. But I mean, I'm not opposed to buying a a starter set or two and kind of seeing what the hype is learning to play the game. Like if I need to get two starter sets to to play the game, then you know what, then that's what we'll have. And, and you will, you see my collection. I got card games. So it's either going to be something that we play and we're like, okay, this is kind of cool and leave it at that. Or, 
who knows? Maybe it's like, you know, let's something you obsess over. We <laughs> obsess over. But I've been fortunate enough in my uh, my older age that I don't obsess over things like that as much as I used to as a kid. If there was a Star Wars trading card game. I would ask Sean to uh, drive me to uh, a board game store and then not buy it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sit Down Screen Podcast. My name is Sean, and I no longer have a co-host. I, I have deleted him from my life. <laughs> that ain't true. Uh, speaking of uh, deleting things in the life. Oh, no. Here it comes. What? Oh, I thought what you were just playing the song. You mean this one? Picking up strangers. Now let me tell you about the dangers. If you don't like taking chances, then you better keep moving on, my friend. That's Picking right. Picking up strangers. <laughs> it's uh, the beginning of the month, and you know what that means? Starfield's coming out. And that's, the only, game, and that's the only game that's coming out in September. Um, so... As you guys know, it is games of the month time. Sean and David will decide whether or not you should pre-order the game, wait for a review, or bargain bin that bitch. Or hard pass, I guess. It's just yeah. it's so hard to say a fourth one. Yeah. Bargain binning is practically saying pass. And we're gonna start off the beginning of the month with Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Or if you read this really <laughs> if you read this really fast and you kind of like don't really pay attention to what you're saying. It could be said bum rush cyberfuck. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> bum rush cyberfuck. I you know what this f- is? No. This is pretty much like jet grind radio. That that why do I know Jet Grind Radio? Jet Grind Radio was uh, a Dreamcast game uh where you're doing you're on uh rollerblades and you're putting graffiti on stuff. Or it's also called Jet Set Radio as well. That's what it was. It was Jet Set Radio. Jet Grind Radio was, uh, sorry, the Game Boy Advance version of it. But uh, yeah, Jet Set Radio. This game looks super fun. It looks like Sega made it. It looks pretty cool, but it is coming out on uh, Xbox, PlayStation 5, PS4, Xbox One, and Steam as well. Well, I would definitely try this after the review. This looks kind of fun. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? We also got uh, same day Mega Man X Dive Offline, whatever that is. Uh, X Men Dive Offline. What the hell is that? It's a sub series oh, of the Mega Man franchise. Oh, it's a it's a, a Steam and Google like App Store. It's a mobile game. Meh. It's a mobile mobile game. Uh, what else? Monochrome Mobius Rights and Wrongs Forgotten. It is a uh, RPG anime RPG on the PS4, PS5. So we know that it's going to be an amazing game because it's not coming out on Xbox. Uh, then we have Rune Factory 3, a fantasy Harvest Moon, is a, ni- a 2009 simulation role play game that is being remade for Windows or re released for Windows and Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Get your switches. Get your Nintendo now, Switch. David, stop everything. Stop the world. Because PlayStation users, you should be super stoked. Okay, you ready? I don't even think I have a drum roll anymore in here for how crazy this is. On September 6th. World premiere. Perfect. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> it's even funnier now. 
on September 6th. You guys beat us. You got us. You got us, Xbox users, with Baldur's Gate 3 releasing on the PS5. PlayStation 5 users are getting the greatest game of September. I mean... That was, that was released in that July out, or August. Out, yeah, like a month ago uh, on PC. But no, it's, uh, you know, it's good. This is a good thing. Boulder's Gate 3 is, uh, has been getting amazing reviews. It has zero microtransactions. Um, I don't know. Sean, you have it. You just I haven't do. played it yet, but you got it on PC. I think you should uh you should try it. The I've actually started like clicking around like the, the character selection um just to kind of see what it's all about. But every time I sit down um to play, I just it's too hot and I just don't want to play. Yeah. Um the beginning of the game, like without like any major spoilers, you uh well you kind of saw it. You can talk to a brain. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> it is fun. Uh, then uh, as well on the 6th, the competing game that's releasing a uh, little tiny game that nobody really knows of, uh, the new upcoming Bethesda game, Starfield, comes out on uh, September 6th. Now, is oh, that the release date or is that the early release date? Early release date is the first. Oh, man, that's like... Maybe I should pre-order it just so I can <laughs> see like at this point, I've like I've committed to like I'm waiting for either it to be given to me on the weekend or I'm not going to be purchasing. I'll I'll just wait for it to release. Yeah, it's a long weekend. I got stuff I got to do, you know, that's true. That's there's true. more to life than video games, uh, at least at <laughs> least when there's no snow outside. True. Right. Um, um, on the seventh, we get Final Fantasy Seven. Oh ever shit, shit, David, David, David. What? We haven't rated these games. Starfield, we're obviously buying because we like we're playing day one. Yeah, not waiting for reviews. Yeah, Baldur's true. Gate, I already own, so whatever. Um, and Baldur's and, Gate, oh. I want to own, but I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure if I want to get it on PC or if I want to get it on uh, on Steam, PlayStation or- Five. Um, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. I would wait for the review. Bargain bin game for sure for me. Yeah, I'd probably buy it on on sale. Yeah. Um, and now we're now we're caught up. Okay. Uh, so on the seventh, the the one coming out is Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis. It is a action role playing game again for for mobile. So we we don't even need to see if we need to wait for it. Uh, it's free to play. with probably filled with microtransactions. Um, nice. yeah. Uh, there's the many pieces of Mr. Koo. It's coming on everything. It's a point click adventure for all consoles for, for everything. Uh, on the seventh as well, we're getting rugby 24 for, uh, all of our, I don't know who, who, what country is primarily likes rugby. So that's like Scotland or something. Like that? Yeah. A lot of European places. Are you sure you don't want to talk about the quintessential quintuplets? Five promises made f- with her. It's a visual novel. Is it like, can that even really be considered a, uh, a game, a, a game? Like really all you're doing is you might select a few. It's like a choose your own adventure kind of thing, but not even right. Mm-hmm. It's like those, remember those books where it's like, Hey, if you decide to go and uh, call the girl, turn to page 14. If you decide to ignore her and do your studies, turn to page 18. I can tell you straight up 
I had goosebump books like that. Yeah, those are great. Do you want to walk down the stairs? Also, the many pieces of Mr. Koo looks fun. Really? <laughs> yeah. But um, not to be mistaken with the many pieces of Mr. Pooh. Actually, of course, yeah, that, that was coming. That's look kind of fun. I don't know. Sometimes those games. Oh, this guy looks super familiar. It's like, who is Mr. Koo? I don't know. That's the question of the sensory. Who is Mr. Mr. Koo? All right. Uh, what On else? On the 8th, big. Actually, it's a bigger release than I thought it would be. I know my other half has pre-ordered it. I don't think this is the free-to-play one, but this is Fae Farm. Um, anybody who's really? a cozy, uh, anybody who's a cozy gamer, cozy game lover, should fall instantly in love with this whimsical farming. Oh, interesting! What do you even call these things now? They're like they're called life simulators. Life sim, life yeah, sim farms. They're things. called life simulators. Yeah. Is this, this one online? That, I believe so. Multiplayer friendly farm sim RPG. Craft, cultivate, and decorate and grow your homestead and use spells to explore the magical island of Azora. Nature and enchanted farm uh, of your own with up to three players. Foster deep relationships. Traverse dungeons and infuse magic into everything you do. As the seasons change, you will use all you've learned and discovered together. This is actual Stardew Valley. If Stardew Valley and animal crossing met up. Yeah. And like, I can tell you like, cause both of our other halves play these games and they talk about them. They'll both play this game guaranteed. Yeah. You know what? And the thing is like, if it, uh, I wish that there was a game like this that you could have like a persistent, uh, like shared world. Uh, there's another one coming out like that. I can't yeah, like, remember. Obviously, the name. it would have to be an online only game or something like that. But I mean, it'd be cool if uh, if there was like a communal thing. So it's like, hey, you know what? You, me, our others, we could all get the game and have our own little village where we I could make like we could make like a f- area that says go- no girls allowed. Is that the one? I think it's my time at Sandrock that's coming out later this month. I think we saw something where it was like. I can't remember if I if I remember, we can talk about it at another time, but I forget. There's yeah. still so many games to blow through here. Faith oh, Farm man. is one that's going to be purchased for here. NBA 2K, 2K, uh, 2K24 <laughs> will not be something I'm purchasing. I always get them for free on PlayStation. Yeah, until they, I cancel the thing. they always show up for free. Yeah. Uh, what else we got on the 12th? Not nothing really. Myth Force action RPG coming out for Super- everything. Super Bomberman R2 looks like a remake from 2017. Yeah, weird. Uh, oh, it's like a Super Super Bomberman R was a game that came out in 2017 or something like that. This is a, a sequel because there's the number two on there. Uh, oh, crap. I totally forgot that this was coming out on the 14th. Baton Katos 1 and 2 HD remaster is coming out on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, Sean, I don't anticipate that you'll ever uh, pick this up. These are, are RPGs from the uh, good old days of the GameCube. Um, I played the first one. I had it. Uh, I'd never really played the second one, but uh, I always enjoy picking up these uh, uh, these like bundles of, of stuff. <laughs> I know you do. Uh, a game I'm actually slightly interested in 
is the Crew Motorfest. Because I think it's a kind of similar take to what we see in the Horizon game, like the Forza Horizon games. Mm-hmm. So I'd be I'd be interested to see what they do differently in this crew style game. Yeah, because it's uh, supposed to take place in like a scaled down version of what? Oh, 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 how do you pronounce this? Oh, Oahu in Hawaii. Oahu. Oahu. Uh, and it's like themed around a f- festival. So it's pretty much going to take a lot of stuff from uh, from the Forza series in that, and like in terms of gameplay, right? But uh, I don't know the crew games are always uh, are always pretty solid, fun arcade racers. Yeah, so that one's definitely a wait for a review one for me. I'm de- yeah. I'm definitely more on that side before bargain binning because I will I am interested in picking it up. Um, Inspector Gadget Mad Time Party is just Inspector Gadget Party Games. Maybe if it's free, I'll try it. Yeah, I'll yeah. throw him a bone. Uh, I mean, party games like that are always fun when uh, when you want to mix things up a bit, right? Like if you're tired of playing the Mad Jack games and and Mario parties and stuff like that, you know, something like that. Yeah. Um, on the 18th, another interesting entry into the console world. We are getting the console version of Gloomhaven. Gloomhaven, as you know, is a very popular board game that is a little bit more cost heavy so you're either spending possibly 60 to 80 dollars on this versus buying the game for 120 ish yeah it's just over 100 dollars in store um this is going to be and a friend of mine has already told me that this is what their thought thought process is is like this is going to be the best way to possibly learn the game to the point that you could play the board game confidently yeah. But are you going to want to buy a $90 tutorial? Possibly not. I mean, David and I both got our copies free, or did we get it in a Humble Bundle? So it was free on uh, Epic, the Epic Game Store, uh, but I also purchased it separately on Steam uh, on sale for like 20 bucks or something like that. So it's, it's not too bad. So it's a good way to teach yourself one of the largest board games on the market right Actually, now. Actually, I would say one of the uh, most popular or well-known board games of recent times um but you know what sean like we've always talked about playing this game and uh you know this might be the i mean we've we've both had it for quite some time now um let's let's, uh, let's do it probably play it but it's only 44 dollars on steam so i can't see the game being more than like 60 bucks yeah, maybe maybe it'll come in at that crisp forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, who knows? Um, September twentieth, another fun looking party brawler coming out. Party animals. If you remember the not E three E three release um, trailer for this, it looks really funny, um, like raccoons running around with axes and oh, shit. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty comical. Now you missed two. Uh, I would say two bigger games. Uh, oh shit! On the nineteenth, we got Lies of P. It's a uh, Souls-like game developed by, I don't know, Neowitz Games and Round Studio. Uh, that's coming out on Windows, PS4, PS5, Xbox, Xbox Series X. Um, that one looks pretty kind of interesting. Um, it's like a tells the story of a humanoid puppet Pinocchio who wakes up in an abandoned train station in the city of Karat, engulfed in chaos and madness. Pinocchio must find his creator, the master Geppetto, and overcome the calamity that has befallen the city trying to become a man. It sounds a, is a kind of cool concept, but uh, if it's like a souls like game, like dark souls and stuff like that, I don't know. That means uh, difficult boss battles and stuff that I'm not really big into. Uh, yeah, and then I'm we have the, 
We have the uh, as well on the 19th, the first game ever in the Mortal Kombat series, uh, which is super exciting. Mortal Kombat one. Nice, because no <laughs> other Mortal Kombat has ever come out. Yeah. Uh, so that comes out on the 19th as well. So, uh, I mean, that's eventually going to go free on PlayStation Plus or Xbox Game Pass or something like that. So I'll probably wait for that. Now, uh, one that uh, we kind of saw through these releases in the summer was Payday 3. Payday 3 is just like any other Payday game, except it looks much cleaner. We'll see when they release games like this, because uh, these are kind of like games as services, right? Like uh, where they just keep releasing content on it, like uh, Killing Floor was one of those. And I I think it's to the point where the, the... the content that they're releasing just becomes too much that they're just like, we might as well just make a whole sequel, a new game, change the game engine. So it looks a little bit better, but then we can uh, justify charging again for all of this content. I'm sure it'll be fine though. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, On the 26th, we have a harvest moon game dropping the winds of anthos anthos another farm simulation role-playing game yeah but harvest moon's like the og yeah it's just it's the month yeah of it right uh then we got my time at sandrock coming out uh that is the sequel to my time at porsche actually i'm surprised that your other half hasn't played that at, at all it's a f- fun little game there um this is probably okay like aside from S- starfield um this next one on the 27th they get there it gets its own day uh, paleo is, pines is another one dropping sorry that's like kind of weirdly hyped oh it's a dinosaur ranch simulation it's a, it's a farming simulator with dinosaurs that's all how many farming simulator is like 20 it was like september 2023 is like the farming simulator uh uh holy crap this is cool though man you can ride them yeah, so here, here's wild prediction number one. I think a lot of these games started going into development once Animal Crossing was so successful. 100%. They're all coming out at the same time. But also there's like all these rumors of another like shutdown and pandemic and stuff. So like now everybody's going to have all these cozy games. It just depends. Do you want to farm with fairies or do you want to farm with dinosaurs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever you want. That's um, crazy. Oh, yeah, I saw this the other day. I was like, this is pretty hyped up already. Anyways, it's not Pokemon with guns, though. Uh, It is definitely not Pokemon. (laughs) The 27th. I've been waiting for this. Oh, wait, no, never mind. Not this one. Yeah, this isn't RoboCop. No, it's not RoboCop. When's RoboCop coming out? David just got like the weirdest. David fucked up. Yeah. David fucked up. Tell everybody. Oh, snap. snap. (laughs) Anyways, Anyways. Terminator Resistant, which is not RoboCop. Uh, Complete edition is coming on the 27th. What the hell? On the 28th, the game that we never thought was actually going to officially come out, came out or comes out in Disney Speedstorm. Guys, this game is asshole. It's terrible. It looks fun, I guess. Like it, it's aesthetically pleasing, but it's clunky. I, I was in the I was in the beta. This is the only reason I know. Maybe it's been fixed, but it's not great. It is not great, guys. Not great. Disney Speedstorm. Not great. Not great. What the hell? I'm pretty sure RoboCop comes out in October. Oh, September, September 30th. Oh shit. Well, but it's not on this list. That's why. 
anyways, whatever. So that, that game comes out. <laughs> and on the same day, Pizza Possum comes out, which is an action <laughs> adventure game. You mean it's not a uh, it's not a life simulator where you're a possum building a uh, a town? Oh, oh, you totally are. Yeah, it's one thousand percent. You're just running around oh, in yeah, this possum like po- town. Yeah, <laughs> delivery. That's amazing, actually. Oh, and you're trying to. Oh, you're collecting pizza ingredients and running away from. Oh, you're trying to eat as much. That's actually kind of. It's Untitled Goose Game, but with a pizza. Possum. You know what's so funny? Is that uh, there, if you watch, if you look up the official release date reveal trailer, at it was around, two days uh, ago. Yeah, around uh, twenty seconds in there, there's a, a dialogue part where the possum's talking and he's just like shoving his face with pizza stuff. Man, that's funny. Yeah, I'm totally gonna buy this game. I don't care. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so stay away from Speedstorm. It's not great. I don't know yeah. if you got into the uh, the beta. It was not fun. We played it at um, the. Oh no, that was a uh, that was a uh, Lego. The Lego one oh, that we'll at your place. Yeah, the 2K. We yeah. yeah. Um, on the 29th, we have EA Sports FC 24. As some of you guys might know, FIFA, the brand on EA, no longer exists, but they still got to make soccer games. So we'll see how that goes. I'm actually very intrigued to see how it's received um, and what licenses the game does have. I've been looking into like trying to see if there's any sort of release information beyond their like glitzy little trailer. So I'm hoping that shows up soon um, Mm -hmm. because you know, that's, that's how she rolls. And like all the other sports games are already delivering some stuff. Finally, it does say TBA. So we're not sure, but Dune Spice Wars was supposed to drop on windows and hasn't yet. That's the month. There you go. It's honestly, September is packed. Exhausting. Like, Like, I don't think, We've had as many game releases in one month uh, the entire year. And like maybe some of them, like there's been there, there have been game releases, obviously, every month. But I think September has some of like the most anticipated game releases in the year. Well, I wouldn't say that because like Spider-Man comes out at the beginning of November, uh, late October, early November. I'm not saying all of them, but like there's there's a good portion of them that uh, were coming out this month. Actually, it's funny because Super Mario Brothers Wonder for the Switch comes out the same day Marvel Spider-Man 2 does. Interesting. Could be a decision making time. Mm-hmm. Ask for one for Christmas, maybe. Isn't it wild just before we go? That we're already talking about Christmas. I saw in Costco some Christmas stuff already. It's too oh, early. Yeah. Too early. I mean, uh, in when when I was going through the states a few weeks ago, they had Halloween stuff up already in a lot of stores in like mid August. So Costco had a massive witch in it today. Yeah, uh, Home Depot actually has all of the. Just stopping at Home Depot. Some sometime and see like their massive uh, Halloween displays. I want to get that like twenty foot skeleton. <laughs> Good luck know, with that. I have no idea where I would uh, put it, but uh, I mean, the she who should not be named did not straight up say no. She didn't say yes either. Yeah, so I don't know. I just got to wait for it to go on a good deal. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what else is a good deal? This episode of the Screen <laughs> Screen Podcast. 
Uh, I will admit I am uh, very exhausted. I'm happy that we got through this episode. I'm glad that we're back to talking about the things that we love and maybe just maybe we'll be able to start talking about things that we've been watching soon. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't also be surprised if a board game show or two came up very, very soon, but for myself, wow, he's very nice. And David, that Hansel's so hot right now. We want to thank you all for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode of the scene on screen podcast. of this